0: It's another day, I'm another John, and this is another note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled What to Tell the Guy at the Door. And our scripture reference today is taken from 2 Kings chapter 4 verses 8 through 37. And as always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. From time to time, someone comes to the door at our home. Most times they're selling some new security system or lawn care method. I'm probably like most of you. If I wanted a new alarm, I would get one. But I know people have a job to do and I respect that. So I don't want to waste their time. I'm sure my neighbors are ready to buy something. Here's a little secret I've learned to get out of the sales pitch. It's an easy way to cut to the chase. All I have to do is let them know I live in a parsonage. What's a parsonage? I get asked. then I get to tell them that as far as I can tell, the prophet Elisha is the first one to have a parsonage. In 2 Kings 4, he is acquainted with a couple. Elisha would regularly pass their way and share a meal at their home. Eventually, they decided to build a small roof chamber with walls and a lamp meant to be used by the prophet whenever he came around. By the way, I'm happy to say all my parsonages have had walls and lights. Elisha repays their generosity by ensuring them they would have a son this time next season. They did. One day, after the boy had grown older, he died in his mother's arms after complaining of a bad headache. The mother sets out to find Elisha. She forgoes the pleasantries with his servant and directs all her mother bear energy to Elisha. It was Elisha's idea to allow his servant to go in his place to, apparently, bring him back to life. The mother wasn't going for that idea she wasn't leaving without Elisha. Consequently, they all set out back to the parsonage where the dead boy lay. Elisha prayed to God, then literally got face to face with the boy. It's strange, I know, but he prostrated himself over him face to face, hand over hand. He does this twice. After the first time, the boy's body became warm after the second time, the boy went into a sneezing fit and was made well. That story might be about what Elijah could do. He was, after all, following the footsteps of his mentor, the prophet Elijah. I wonder, though, if we're not meant to also learn something from the mother. In this story, she teaches us the value of friendship, generosity, faith, care, love, preparedness persistence hope and thanksgiving read the story again it's all jam-packed in there i gather that elisha's ministry had an impact on her but i also wonder what kind of impact her faith had on him isn't that what our shared ministry and faith do for each other i learn from and am encouraged by you When people tell me a recent experience with God, my faith is strengthened. When another tells me something new they've learned about faith in God, I'm encouraged to keep doing what I do. Likewise, you learn from and are encouraged by me, I hope. But here's the key to that relationship. I think we see it at work when the woman first shares a meal with the prophet and later builds a room for him. When we seek to nurture that kind of relationship, then we get to experience God work in powerful ways together. That's at the heart of what it means to be God's church. We've already experienced the power of Christ's resurrection. Now, with hopeful expectation, we can see the hand of God at work around us. Of course all that is a little too much for the salesman at my door. So I just tell him a parsonage is a home owned by the church and the church trustees are the ones who make decisions about that kind of stuff. Granted, you can't use the parsonage excuse at the door, but maybe you could tell the story of second Kings four to someone. You could also be another example of all that mother taught us. Stay blessed.